We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. back the mark milton show we have had quite a show today already with a legendary rapper yeah ollie jones, ollie jones. the saint lunatics and we yep. had farmer al al sharf with sharp farm i salute you on being able to go from the urban sector to down on the farm man not too many people could do that but mark milton gets it accomplished let me ask a quick question sure when you work on the farm did you wear overalls i did not it was uh you know it was kind of you know gym shorts t-shirt yeah. type of deal because when it, you were following the saint lunatics in your younger days did you wear your air force ones you know i was trying to think about that i don't think i did have a pair um i've had various i see for me so i'm a i have a size really i used to wear size 15s i can yeah. fit into some 14s uh-huh. so i was always a big zappos guy i would just go on <laughs> right and buy zappos. whatever sneakers uh, right. i could get so i like yeah. right now i mean i play play a little bit of basketball and i've got shoot this this pair of their nike flights yeah. really unattractive by all black yeah just i mean just really for utility not for not for uh appearance so. my son when he was 15 had a size 18 shoe and you couldn't find any fittings anywhere i was working in washington dc worked for the washington uh uh bullets was mm-hmm. the name of the basketball team oh yeah i was former season ticket holder oh, Was really? washington wizards <laughs> right here. the wizards that's right but the, uh, I had a friend through the Bullets who worked for the Celtics. And I told him, I said, nah, my son, I can't find any shoes fit my son. And he said, don't worry about it. So he sent me four pair of size 18s from the Boston Celtics. And the kid wore green shoes for about the next three years. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's awesome. But that's the only place you can find big shoes back then. Nowadays, you, you got them, you know? Yeah, I don't even, you know, before we had Zappos or online shopping, I don't yeah. know what people did to get. Yeah, you know, exercise. Oshkosh, but gosh, that was it, man. Because I weighed about three hundred fifty pounds back then, mm-hmm. and that's the only clothes you could wear was farmers' clothes mm-hmm. because they were made big because people were farming. I guess you need loose clothing. Yeah, well, that's what I would just show up: gym shorts, t-shirt. Yeah, where, I mean, it, it. in the summers, you know, working, I would, I would deadhead. Uh, uh, geraniums. I don't know if you're familiar with deadheading plants. I'm not a big uh, flower guy so like you are. Deadhead. Sir. Well, I'm not really. I'm, but you but said earlier learned, with Al that you're a flower. I guy. learned how to deadhead a, a you plant. You love the chrysanthemums, uh, the mums. Yes. yes, but you would have to basically pick off the dead flowers so that when you pick them it's off, it's called deadheading. Deadheading. So the oh. new ones will bloom. You know, they keep regenerating. Well, sure. yeah, it's almost like pruning the vine. But I mean, it'd be like 110 degrees in those greenhouses. Yeah. You know, in the summertime yeah. in, in St. Louis. So, wow. but it was how a lot thin of fun. were you then, man? Uh, I was much thinner. Yeah, I will the greenhouse say. effect. Yeah, I was much thinner. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely several pounds yeah. uh, ago. But uh, a lot of fun. And also, I love Soulard Market. I mean, if you haven't yeah. had a chance to get down there, a lot of fun. Great, great prices, great selection, not only at the Sharf stand, but, you know, at all the. All the local vendors there. So, well, what are we going to talk about now? Taxes. We were going to talk about taxes. Oh, you are the St. Louis tax R- right, lawyer, right? right? STLtaxlawyer.com. Yeah. Right. And remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision. Well, of course it is. It should not be based solely on advertisements. Never. But what I want to talk about today is retirement. Uh, for many people, you know, this the last few months have, have 
taking a toll on on 401ks, IRAs, yeah. but the market is starting to recover. We're getting back to to a point where, you know, this week it got above 25,000 again for the first time since mm-hmm. this all started. And so for people out there who are looking to save on taxes both now and in the future, it's important to understand the different vehicles available uh, to do that. Uh, most employers, uh, you know, big employers may offer a 401k. Um, what a 401k does is it allows uh, sort of pre-tax deductions, money to go into a retirement account, um, and you save taxes on the current year yeah. versus, uh, and that's, it's similar to a traditional IRA in that sense. Um, if your employer does not offer a, a 401k, then you're able to contribute to a traditional IRA uh, up to, I think it's $6,000 for 2020. Um, and then you're reducing your taxable income that year by $6,000. The catch is um, the money grows tax-free, but when you take it out, and, and there are something called the required minimum distribution, mm-hmm. once you hit a certain age, you are required to take the money out. Mm. You do get taxed on that income uh, as you take it out of the account. You get taxed heavier than it would have originally? Well, that's a good question. So you get taxed at your your then current um, ordinary income date. rates, right? I so if you kind of, of got to think about, well, if uh, let's say I'm making 100000 now, I'm, I'm in a certain tax rate. If when I retire, maybe I don't have that much in annual income. And so at that point, your, your tax rate's going to be theoretically lower, assuming tax rates stay the same. And that's uh-huh. why I want to talk about the Roth IRA because the Roth IRA is you're putting post-tax money into it. And that means you're not getting a tax benefit now. You're not getting a write-off from putting money into the Roth IRA. Yeah. But what you do get is you get, you know, the earnings grow tax-free. And when you take it out at some point in retirement, yeah. you don't pay tax on it at that point either. Nice. So to the extent you can put money into a Roth IRA, um, because there are income limits in terms of who can put money into a Roth IRA. And we mm-hmm. can talk about Roth uh, backdoor Roth IRAs or Roth conversions, as they're known, um, is another thing to consider. But uh, really, the, the you know, I think it's in a way it's good to have a mix. So if you've got an employer who's offering you, uh, let's say, a 3% or a 5% match on money you put into your 401k, then I think you should take advantage of that match. Uh, yeah. because it's basically free money. And so the money you put in is going to be tax deferred. But if you can put money into a Roth, then I think it's also a really good idea, especially right now, because with the tax cuts that went into effect in 2018, you know, and, and on top of the fact that we've got all the spending going on by the government, I don't believe the tax rates, individual tax rates will ever be lower mm-hmm. than they are right now. So from that standpoint, you want to think about, well, if they're never going to be lower, then it might make sense to just go ahead and pay tax on my income now, put my money into a Roth IRA, let it grow for 30 years. Right. That way, you know, when, you know, Bernie Sanders Jr. is elected president in 40, <laughs> or whoever it may be right. in 40 years, and they're right. talking about a 60, 70%, you know, income top income tax rate, yeah. then you're going to be getting that money out tax-free. Whereas if you're taking money out of your 401k or your IRA at that point, you're paying, you know, theoretically higher tax. If question, you are question of, Mr. Yes, ben Ruby. If you are of an age that uh, puts you into uh, the geriatric group, is it too late to get a, a Roth IRA? For example, let me use me as an example. I'm saying I'm the example, but let me use me as I'm 70, all right? Is it too late for me to use uh, an IRA? Because I lost all my IRAs in, uh, in, in my travesty of uh, 
unfortunateness. Well, so when you're younger, when you're younger, Jerry, Hatcher, you know, say, <laughs> you know, say 55, or, yeah. you know, there's certain, there's certain ages where you can put money in at yeah. a bigger, you know, you can put more money in to help you save for retirement. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, when you get to be in your 70s, then you're faced with, yeah. well, I can put money in potentially, but then no, I also no, have no, to no, take... No. You're faced with, I'm going to die tomorrow. <laughs> well, so I'm how am I going to save more, any our Roth IRA But I money. think it does present... Go ahead and say it, Mark. Well, I, it depends. Uh, I hate to give the lawyerly answer, but it sort of depends. Um, but I will say, once you hit a certain age, uh, 70 and a half or whatever the current age is for a required minimum distribution, then you're going to have to... You'd basically be putting money in to just take it right back out. Yeah, I mean that's potentially right. what you'd be doing. And I don't, you know, that, again, we could we could talk so about thought, that. Um, but for the but, youngers, but for it's the younger people, thing. yeah. If you're younger, let's say you're nearing retirement age, yeah, right which on. for most people, you know, people look at late sixties, early seventies as retirement. And let's yeah. say you're in your fifties now, you definitely want to look at are there, and you're maybe in your peak earning years, right? If yeah. you're in your fifties or even late forties. I mean, for most people uh, that aren't professional athletes, those are your peak, yeah, right. you know, income years. So you want to look at if you haven't put in enough, if you haven't been putting money away for retirement, you want to consider, all right, what can I put away? Are there acceleration amounts that I can put away to, to help sock money away for, mm-hmm. for retirement? Another thing I would recommend to people when you're talking about sort of retirement, long-term planning, uh, the health savings account is a really good tool. Um especially for younger, maybe healthier taxpayers who, um, you know, maybe, maybe you're in your late thirties, early forties, you've kind of gotten out of the, you know, having uh, children phase. And so you have the ability with the HSA to sock away $7,000 a year. That's the current limit hmm. this year, tax free. Um, and it gets put into a, an account, uh, that, that can grow. And again, it grows tax free. And as long as you take the money out for a qualified medical expense, let's say you're in your 70s and you yeah. you know go to a nursing home or you know you have excessive medical bills, you can use that money to pay those medical bills and not be subject to tax on the uh-huh. distributions. So that's something. The catch there is you have to be signed up for a high deductible health plan. So if you are someone that you know you may have regular prescriptions or you know you, you're frequently incurring medical expenses, the high deductible health plan may not be for you. But again, if you're talking about relatively healthy and, and you, you know, you're looking to save on taxes, the HSA, the health savings account can be a really, really good tool for doing that. I'm just thinking when I do pass, I would like you to be at my funeral and I will be there smash. Oh, assuming I don't predate. You well, know, good point. Hopefully that, well, uh, no, I was going to say, hopefully, <laughs> I, hopefully I don't. <laughs> Predate I you. hope I don't die before you. That's yes. like a kind of a harsh thing to say, <laughs> yeah. but I, I don't know if say. I have the time to get to yours. But hey, I'll you got look thirty-six to... years on me, yes. right? So uh, I do hope that I outlive you. I'll just be honest. Well, with yeah, you. I hope that uh, you know you maybe come up and make a statement. Don't sure. talk about what a wonderful guy I am. No, I would love to tell that. people about the Roth IRA so that they will know, so that they will not have the perplexion that I Sir Smashington have here at this particular point in my life. No, I, so and that's something that. One of the things, you know, I do tax resolutions, so people with tax problems, you know, yeah. I help. But I also enjoy the tax preparation, the tax planning side for, and I love working with individuals because, you know, I think one of the things that we lack in this country is fi- financial literacy. I uh-huh. don't think we do a good enough job yeah, of we don't. teaching kids, right. young adults, sort yep. of uh, things like what we're talking about right now. How do you save for retirement? What is the time value of money? When you put money into an account, it can grow yep. at 4 6 8% a year. 
and and you know the 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 um, you know the 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 benefit of interest over time and just all those things that you know I really started to learn in college. Yeah. You know, in terms of taking finance and accounting courses, but these are things we should really be teaching in junior high, high I would school. Think so. Uh, debt, credit, yeah. I mean, all those things where can be very damaging to people and really haunt them for most of their life yep. um, because they don't have a good understanding at a younger age. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said earlier, when you talk about earning potential, like most people kind of stumble through their teens, their 20s, and then in their 30s and 40s is when they really start to, you know, make probably the most money they're going to make in their lives. And if we did more, I think, at a younger age to teach people about financial literacy and investing and things like that, then those people would be so much more well positioned to be personally responsible and to build their own, you know, wealth and, and retirement plan, mm-hmm. um, and not have to depend on the government, not have to rely solely on Social Security. Because to be frank, you know, when I look at my own, you know, retirement, well, I don't really ever plan to retire. I always tell my wife that, like, yeah. I enjoy working. I like, you know, doing things. But I obviously would want to take a step back at some point, play more golf, do those things. Yeah. And I look at it like. Hey, we, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, the money's there to have the financial freedom to sort of be able to do those things. And I don't want to rely on the government. I don't yeah. want to depend on Social Security because I don't even believe Social Security is necessarily viable, you know, for all the reasons that come around every election year. Oh, there's no, not enough money because there really isn't. So um, anyway, I'm getting on a soapbox there. But well, I man. think this is all good information for people um, just to understand what their options are as far as retirement savings, health savings accounts, and how that can benefit them from a tax standpoint. Always good information from you. Real, real quick, uh, as we close up here, um, after I die, can I use my grave plot and my tombstone as a tax write-off? <laughs> so um, generally, if you're talking about funeral expenses and things like that, that, that generally would not be deductible. So you, what happens is after you pass away, you have to file a last tax return. So like oh, if, yes. you, if you if you passed away and and say somebody's got to file say, a tax return yeah, for me, yes, yes, you're what required. What kind of country that. is this? And there there would not be a mechanism to to, to deduct that on your uh, personal tax. But you, who wouldn't. Care, you wouldn't care at that point. I mean, you know, you'd, I'm gone, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. I'm thinking of the Ben Rubies to follow. Well, and this has been a great show. I just want to tell people, you know, right if you're enjoying what you're hearing. Subscribe to our podcast. Uh, if you have questions that you want answered, uh, we can try to do that on the show. Just email me at mark.milton at stltaxlawyer.com. Again, that's mark.milton at stltaxlawyer.com. And that is it. That is Mark Milton. Smash with you right here. The Mark Milton Show.